Welcome to Three Car Garage, the podcast where we have to pick three cars um, from set parameters. This week we are choosing three cars, which Facebook follower of ours has suggested. He has an idea for an episode, Getaway Cars. And he's he's added to this saying, we're robbing a bank in the center of a city. He hasn't specified which, but we'll get to that. You and three of your henchmen have four bags of generic loot. You need to get to your safe house in the countryside, 20 miles away, and the police are already on their way. So to pick a city, we found this incredible website called randomcity.net. I'm going to get James, my wonderful co-host, who's rummaging around there in the background. I I can hear him. Good evening. My apologies. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Hi there. Um... I'm going to get James to pick a number between 1 and 10. I'm then going to click the next random city button that amount of times, and whatever city it lands on will be the city we need to get out of. Obviously, the country's going to dictate a lot of what cars are available there. We're going to have to go on Google Earth while we're doing this and just sort of plan our route, see what the city's laid out like, and just try and work it out. So I, I think this episode could be a lot of fun. I've messaged a couple of potential guests James has messaged Darren himself, who posted it originally, see if we can get him on. It's well done, uh, Darren. You're now famous. Darren, Darren McCall. Calling Darren McCall. You are now famous, internet famous. Yeah, so if, if that comes through, awesome. We will have a guest, and we will put them under some pressure as well. So, so you ready for my number? Yeah, I, I think I am. I'm, I'm just going to load up Google Earth quickly as well. Because I think that's going to be really helpful. Okay, give me your number. Let's go with seven. Is I it like it. Seven. Okay, so one. Oh, the first one's Dubai. Two, Tamale in Ghana. Uh, far too easy. Three. I'm not even sure I can say this. Wa Cantonment in Pakistan. Four. Oh, Osaka, Japan. I'd love that. That'd have been good. Yeah. Five. Turan, Poland. It's almost worse that you're telling us what the other ones are. Because yeah, now I, I just feel like whatever seven is won't be as good. But um Six is Los Takes, Venezuela. And seven is St. Petersburg, Russia. Interesting. I was actually going to suggest before we started recording, a Russian one would be quite interesting. Well, you've got your wish. Mainly because one of my cars is perfect for Russia. It has Russia it really? written all over it. Literally oh, written all over it. Literally written all over yeah, it. Yeah, it's the <laughs> Russian edition. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I am already zoomed into St. Petersburg. Let us have a look. Now, St. Peter- Petersburg's a uh, yeah, big city. Yeah, it's a Russian port city on the Baltic Sea, apparently. It's the imperial capital for two centuries, just off the top of my head. Wow. Um, that's um, yeah. That that's that's impressive <laughs> geographical knowledge there. Yeah, no, I got some. Trying to think what else I might know off the top of my head about it being founded in 1703 by Peter the Great. Okay. And uh, there's a big bronze horseman statue of him. That if he's oh. the horse or the man, I'm not quite entirely sure. Lucky bloke. <laughs> so um, Peter the Great horse. Yeah, horseman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lucky ladies. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go first this time? Because I feel like I go first every time, and I think it I gives you. I think it gives you like <laughs> leading edge. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask for you to go first this time. Okay, that's absolutely fine. My Good. first choice is gonna be a Volvo V70 T5R. Scratch off my number three. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's I, I can't think of a better car 
to do a getaway chase in. It's fast. I think most of them could seat seven. So you'll get all your loot in. You'll get your three henchmen. Uh, it's built like a tank. So roadblocks not going to be a huge issue. I was going to say, I think that the biggest bonus is you could drive it through the bank. Yeah. And then out absolutely. the other side. And with it being a Volvo, it'll be absolutely fine. Yep. Yep. There's that. Um, well, there certainly used to be that old running joke about uh, abandoned World War II tanks where they were just putting side lights on them and calling them Volvos. That, that, <laughs> uh, it became a bit of a family joke because uh, both my parents at one point or other had nine 940s, I believe. Yes, same here. Yeah, great cars. I spent a lot of my childhood sat in the boot facing the wrong direction, looking yeah, out the back window. Wait, and waving probably, the car behind. That's it, probably offending many drivers, wanting them to plough into the back of my parents' car. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of a rite of passage as a kid. I myself yeah. even had a Volvo V70 for a while. I had a, an XC70, mm, which was, excellent. again, the reason I bought it was because it was bomb-proof. And they're just... They're really, they're really cool cars as well. Like I don't care what anyone else says. I'm a bit, as you know, I'm a big, big Volvo fan. I've been sending yeah, you a I... few the last I'm few a, days <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm a guilty volvo fan like I, I get a lot of stick from various friends about the fact i, I do like a volvo wagon yeah I, I get a lot of questions obviously with the nature of the website and things like that i get people quite often emailing me or calling me like oh you know look at getting a new car for me and the wife and we've got a couple of kids what kind of thing do you suggest i'll be looking at the a6 or the, the 5 series and all this stuff and every time i just say keep the change get a volvo yes and every <laughs> single one of them buys an audi <laughs> yeah absolutely they just don't see them the same way i do but yeah i, oh, that's I, a... I think i think they're good looking cars and they're as you say they are absolutely bomb proof they mostly use their own proprietary engines and um yeah i i, I, I don't understand why people aren't more passionate about them I think the only thing that went wrong with mine was it had like 160k on the clock and it needed the new wheel bearing and that was it. But there is there's there's a there's a club, isn't there, with Volvo owners where if you get to certain mile milestones, you get like a badge of honor from yeah. Volvo. You can, yeah, yeah. And they go up to like a million miles and you get like a two hundred and fifty thousand mile badge yep. and things like that. And I'd I'd love to have one with like half a million on the clock. I think and I'll fact check this, but I think the current car with the highest mileage in the world is a Volvo P eighteen hundred. Wow. Because there was yeah. a Corolla, wasn't there as well? I think. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Um, again, fact checking required, but. Yeah, I, I, th- I have a feeling that Toyota bought it back off the owner, <laughs> or, or or maybe gave gave the owner a brand new car in exchange for their million mile Corolla. I think it was probably just another Corolla they gave him. It wasn't. A... <laughs> yeah, not even a new, not even a new one, just the yeah, same just... age but a fewer miles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just checking out St Petersburg. I think there are some pretty straight runs straight out in the middle of the city. So I, I think my T5R would make a good run for it. I think it would. Um, and also in, in a world of, especially in Russia, where everyone seems to drive like CLS, Mercedes and things, you might you might kind of blend in with your kind yeah. of bland family car in yeah. the nicest way possible. Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, unless you went for like a bright yellow one, which uh, possibly not the smartest move for a getaway car. Yeah. All that all that really cool turquoise one I sent you the other day with oh, tap leather. Yeah, that was nice. I, yeah. I, I've got to be honest, James, I wasn't a massive fan of the bright orange interior. I mean, I think you're wrong, but that, it, that's <laughs> It fine. was sold as tan, but it was like, I don't know, tango orange. <laughs> 
I just like the idea of going on holiday, getting in the sunbed, coming back, and then being completely camouflaged by my seat. That's, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. You would be. You absolutely yeah. would be. Exactly. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> well, so, just a quick in a, a quick uh, update. Darren, Mr. McCall, who, who suggested this was, has said he's available. He is available? Yes. Oh, my word. Okay, well, do you so, want to do I your think, first one, and then we'll yeah. give Darren a call? Exactly. I'll do one, then I'll give him a call in a minute. Great. Okay. So my first choice is very Russian. First time I like saw them. For a while, you didn't see them on the road over here. They're becoming a bit more common now, probably because of the internet and things like that. Um, first one I ever saw was in Monaco in black with blacked out windows and Russian number plates. And ever since, I've thought they're the coolest thing in the world. And it is the AMG G63 G-Wagon. Of course it is. Just an absolute tank. Yeah. Um, you can't drive one if you're not about six foot five tall and the same again in width, bald and Russian. They just don't <laughs> suit anyone else, basically. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I mean, as cars go, my friend, that, that, that would not suit you. <laughs> I mean, I tried it. I really tried it. Yeah. I, I drove the UT63 a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And... <laughs> It is stupid. Like how quick a box can move yeah. is unbelievable. Oh, absolutely! It's so fast. I mean, obviously, you you were there with me as well, actually, yeah. at the at the event. And I mean, these things, the fact that it just pulls to like 155 or whatever is limited to 130, I think is its top speed. I think 137, but can do 0 to 60 in four and a half seconds. In what weighs like two and a half tons? Oh, it's it's bonkers. Absolutely. It's just. It's just mad. It's, it's, yeah, it's completely square fronted. It's got the aerodynamics of a breeze block, but somehow <laughs> it just does it. But again, I think like the Volvo, you could plow it through a city full pelt and not really worry about what you hit because whatever you strike is going to come off worse than you. Um, bar a tank, yeah. essentially. Yeah, I, and I, I figure I you're right. With from it from just from those infamous dash cam videos you see on YouTube all day, Russia seems to be absolutely full of G wagons as well. Meaning that you could, if you had to, slow down, blend in with the surroundings, and no one would know you were there. You could just kind of disappear yeah, into never the others. Know any different? That's it, <laughs> and uh, just kind of you know, get away with it. So yeah, that's that's kind of my first choice, really. So I'm just reading a couple of comments that. Uh... <laughs> that were left on on the Facebook post from Darren. A friend of mine, Fabio, has left the comment mini. I don't know how well that would work in St. Petersburg. I <laughs> I imagine the Russian police are probably quite aggressive. I imagine most normal Russian drivers wouldn't see it and would just take it oh, out yeah, before the police had a chance. That's a good point, actually. I mean, obviously, all these comments about Russian driving and Russia itself are purely from what I've seen on the internet. I've never been, so if anyone wants to put me right and... I I never have. Yeah. This, this also stands true for me. I, I apologise in watched, I have watched an awful lot of dash cam footage, though. And don't forget Die Hard 4.0. Or and, is it that course, the one in Russia? Yeah, I think it was Die Hard 4.0. Yeah. yeah. One of the best, better Die Hards, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm not feeling Fabio's recommendation of a mini. I think I would perish. Another friend of mine, Dalji, has recommended a 140i. I think I think that would be a... It, it's not going to be my choice, but I think it would be a, a relatively competent getaway vehicle. It's nippy, it's small. Rear-wheel drive, though. Rear-wheel drive, that's true. You'd be skidding all over the place on that ice. Good. St. Petersburg isn't renowned for being dry. I mean, I, if, if I was going for quick hatchback, it would be Golf R or A45, just because yeah. of the four-wheel drive-ness yeah. of them. S3, RS3. Okay. Right. 
So, so should I try? I try Darren. Yeah, let's get Darren on. Let's give Darren a call or a muckle, as that's his name. Wait, <laughs> bear with me. That, bear me two. <laughs> bear me two seconds. Get his number up, and we'll see if we can make this work. All right, I'm going to give him a call now. Oh, can you hear that? Oh, it's ringing. Hello. Hi, is it Darren? Yes, it is. Hi, Darren. It's James. How are you doing? Hi, James. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Good. Yeah, not too bad. Thank you very much. Not too bad. Good, good. So we've taken your suggestion. So your love of the podcast, by the way, uh, for the bank robbery getaway vehicle. Uh, yeah, what we did was one. to make it more interesting. We picked a random city using the Internet and then kind of choosing the cars on the back of that city. And we've ended up in okay. St. Petersburg, Russia. OK, so. Big question is, what would you choose? Okay, so I'm the same Petersburg. This has got to be a. I'm going to go a Range Rover Sport. I think that's uh, that's definitely got a slice of Russia about it. I'm, I'm going to say bash some stuff out of the way with that. I like oh, that. You yeah. go the fuller SVR. Like, is that the one you're thinking? The the, the fast one. Yeah, yeah, as fast as possible. Things can get in the way. Fan out of the way. You've got a bit of grunt there as well. I think you're on to. I, I, I picked a G wagon, so pretty similar. Oh, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think they could all spend in a little bit as well. So you know, while you're waiting, nobody's going to be too far out of the way there. Yeah, I think I think you'll be all right with that one. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, my second one. I'm gonna go. I was thinking of this as if it was in England, so I was thinking like a Focus RS with the really basics. I'm gonna say a Focus RS with the really basic larder. <laughs> okay. Also, you want a larder with a Focus RS running gear, basically. Oh, so... Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, exactly. I, yeah. I mean, in it's Russia, exactly that, that would great. blend in really well. Know what I, I, I think the sleeper take is probably quite uh, I don't know what the, the Russian equivalent is to this one, so I'm just going to say a black cab. So what the Russian St. Petersburg black cab would be, I think it would have to be that, because I think it would be people it, wouldn't be expecting it probably end in with a hundred of a cab in, so at the same you, time. You're going more for like the stealthy, inconspicuous side of bank robbery as opposed to the getting out of the city as fast as you can. I like that. Absolutely. I hadn't yeah, thought of that at all. I've, I've purely gone for speed. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Darren. And um, thanks. Thanks for coming on, Darren. Mate. All right. Take care, mate. Cheers. Good luck, guys. So I, I'd, I'd like to recap his choices. He picked a Range Rover Sport, which I, I think is a pretty strong choice. I think it's on par with the G wagon. Definitely something yeah, big. Definitely. It's got plenty of room. It's high up. Yeah. If it gets a bit sticky, you can kind of run through some fields or parks or whatever you need to do. Yeah. And go from there. Um, he picked a, what, what, I think I heard it right, a uh, Lada, undescript model. Uh, Just any old Lada. But with Focus RS running gear. So he's he's really going to stealth it up in St. Petersburg. I think Lada is still. He's got like bank robbery sleeper. I yeah. Like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> And his third choice was a, a a cab. I mean, in in the UK, the London cab would make a lot of sense. Yeah. They, um, particularly going through London, like you'd blend in immediately, and the turning circle and their ability to get through traffic is more or less unparalleled, unless you're on a motorbike. So yeah, I, I'm not I'm not really sure what Russians use for cabs. Um, I presume it's some sort of Lada or Yugo. Um, 
Yeah, probably something along those lines. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I like how he's gone for the kind of the inconspicuous approach that yeah. you could just blend in, slow right down, and just take it easy and get away that way. A very kind of Ocean's Eleven style getaway, yes. I suppose. Something like yeah, that, which is much cleverer. And... Yeah. Yeah, much cleverer than any of my choices that just involve power and yeah. being able to smash through stuff. Power uh, and battering ram. Yeah, that's, they, they were, that's, that's, that's where I'm going, but clearly I will probably go to prison a lot quicker than he would. So Yes. <laughs> and I'm not yeah, sure that's... I want to go to Russian prison. So. <laughs> I think you'd yeah. end up in the gulag. Too, I'm too handsome for that. So <laughs> You're too pretty for prison. <laughs> I am, I am. <laughs> okay, so my second choice, and I have not given this any thought at all past my first choice, which I, I knew I was going to pick a ball for this. Um, <laughs> there, there is a company. No. I, I did think about using the Sherpa. Have you seen that thing? Uh, yes. That massive... Uh, yeah. It, it floats. It goes on water, but not very quick. So it, incredible off-road, incredible through snow, slow on water, but does float, and like slow on road because its wheels are almost as, as big as it is it would be um, one of those like slow getaways like when you watch cop shows in america where they're like chasing a tank at eight miles an hour but they yes. just can't stop it yeah i i think they'd stop the sharper because i think you just have to puncture one of its tires and it, it would come to a to a grinding halt now i can't remember the company that made the car i want to pick right now so i'm googling it <laughs> uh, in the hope that I can find something. I mean, I'm not sure so, if this is cheating or just. Well, I <laughs> the joys of being random, I suppose, because yeah, it's done this way. I, I know it exists. I just can't remember what it's called. So just you're going back on the Sherpa, then, basically? Is that, is that what you're saying? Oh, this might be it. I'm, I'm not falling back on the Sherpa. I don't think it would be very good for a getaway, unless I was oh. in Venice. Maybe that might work. Yeah, or Iceland or something. Oh, Iceland, yeah. Oh my God, could you imagine if we got Reykjavik? Yeah. Uh, I would just be in a land cruiser and then two more land cruisers. Arctic trucks, anything. Yeah. I think that would be the way to go. So, after a swift bit of Googling, I've found what I'm looking for. It's called a Conquest Knight XV. I mean, it's got a great name. It's made in Canada. Do you know what? I'm, I'm going to Google it properly. I've just found it in an article. So Good Lord, you know, I'm assuming we're going to link through to this thing because this is awesome. <laughs> this is incredible, right? Knight XV, Conquest Vehicles. Yeah, shout out to these guys because this thing is an absolute weapon. Go for the important stuff first. Uh, you can have a 6.8 litre V10 or a 6.7 litre Power Stroke V8 turbo diesel engine. Uh, the gasoline engine gives you 326 horsepowers and 462 foot-pounds of torque. The diesel engine gives you 300 horsepowers and 660 foot-pounds of torque. So it's going to shift. Um, <laughs> it's built on a Ford F550 Super Duty platform chassis. So it's a big truck. Like, I think Ford stopped their F-Series at the 650, which is more or less an off-road semi-truck. Its fuel capacity is 63 gallons. That's not really relevant to anything. It's uh, just so... insane. Yeah. It, you, it's... Could, you could live in it. You, yeah. Zombie apocalypse. You've robbed a bank. You're yeah. you're safe for the rest of your life, really. You absolutely are. They are basically designed for robbing banks, it looks like. Completely armoured. Fox News have written an article, Best Car to Survive a Zombie Apocalypse. That's, there you that's go. pretty high praise. 
2011, Nitex V lands at Top Marks Monaco. So that that would be pretty neat to see. Yeah, I, it's it's really hard to describe it. It looks, for all intents and purposes, like a, an SUV that's driven through an ironworks, maybe. <laughs> 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 and just lots of stuff is stuck to it. It's it's a uh, it's a proper weapon. We'll link it. We'll link it. And maybe put a po- uh, picture up. I mean, it's um, not very subtle. No, I'm not That's going. One to... thing I will say, I'm um, I'm going for brute force and get out of my way. I can't imagine it cornering too well. I... But is that everything? I guess when you're robbing a bank, that's kind of the last of your worries. If if I was planning to rob a bank in St Petersburg, I'd rob one on a straight road. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and you know, just go for it. Just well, I I can get out of the city. I mean, there there is a straight road there that runs north to south all the way from the centre. I think if I could get onto that road, I could be out of that city driving my uh, Knight XV armoured car in relative luxury as well. I mean, you'll be excited to hear it comes with tan leather and a fridge. Oh, so it's it's quite practical. You could then rob the bank. Absolutely is. Disappear into the sunset and then start a new life in the Costa yeah. del Sol, like all bank robbers do, but still oh, drive around in comfort. I think it seems... I think it's a camper van. I think so, it's seats six as well. So, I mean, we, we could stop off and pick up the kids after we've robbed the bank or... You know, see, the the seating arrangement has caused a bit of an issue for my second choice. I just realised. Um, I just want to point out if you, if you have a look at their website and look at the photo gallery, there there is a photo of it next to a Hummer, and it makes the Hummer look like a toy. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, Night XV for me. I'm I'm all about that. Okay, sorry, sorry. Let's let's do your second one. Well, no, see, I kind of. I may have not properly checked the criteria when I did oh, this, no. or forgotten, shall we say. So I was going for something that could fit. That was just quick. So I was originally going to go for the Dodge Demon, because okay. 800 plus horsepower, lots of grunt, can do 0-60 to 60 in a straight line, something like two seconds or something ridiculously yes. American, obviously. Um, but Seat, Seats too. <laughs> rear seat delete, yeah, rear seat delete. So it does yeah. not fit the bill. It does not, I'm afraid. However, I do have an estate car that is perfect. And what? Why, why not go with the Dodge Charger Hellcat? That nah, doesn't do it for me. But it's four doors. I know. But if, I'm, if, if I'm gonna, if I'm going to go down the American muscle route for a bank robbery, it has to be the Demon. And if I can't have okay. a Demon, I'm just not going to play anymore. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my I... toys have been thrown out of my pram. <laughs> this episode is now void of any American cars. Sorry, America. Okay. <laughs> War fault. Uh, that's all I'm saying. So okay. I'm now going to the Germans for this one. And it is the car with the longest name in the world. The Porsche Panamera Turbo S E-Hybrid Sport Turismo. Yep. Are you finished? Are you finished? I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that is a lot of unnecessary names. Just 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 give me all that again, please. It is the Porsche, Porsche Panamera Turbo S E Hybrid Sport yeah. Turismo. The PPT SEHST. Pretty much, yeah. Wow. Yep. I <laughs> that that is a name that has evolved isn't it, it let's has. be honest they're like ah oh, well let's not call it something new let's just tack something on the end and oh, i like that cycles idea. that cycles repeated i like the idea of there being like seven different teams working on different areas of the car <laughs> and they've all been like 
tasked with naming it and they sat down in the boardroom and they all went oh these are all really good names but we can't decide on one everyone's going to vote for themselves I... so let's just throw <laughs> them all in there i i can see the guys like working on the the e e-hybrid e hybrid. they're in the e-hybrid department and they're like we've got hans we have to get our badge on the car yeah and you've got you've got the guys in the turbo team the guys in the sport team and the yeah. Turismo guys, and they're right at the end, so they clearly didn't do as much work yeah. as anyone else. But they still got their name on the badge. And that's, well, that's what, what do you reckon the sport Turismo department does? I think he just walks around in those jazzy black and white jackets they wear at events. Oh, yeah. And just yeah. talk about how the car's very good on track. It's a very track-focused car for the road. <laughs> and stuff like that. I reckon that's brilliant. what they do. Having said that, it's a brilliant car. Is, is, this, is this the one that's... Um looks a little bit like a shooting brake. Yes, it basically is. Yeah. It's the Panamara with a slight boot, not the biggest boot, but a boot big enough you can put. I quite like it. You know, you can fit a dog in it. I drove the this particular model, the SE Hybrid Turbo Sport Turismo spaceship one a few weeks ago and it's it's awesome. It puts any RS6 Avant, any E63S, anything like that to shame. Not to 60s in like 3.4 seconds in an estate car. I say it again, 3.4 seconds. Uh, uh, in RS6. an estate car. You're telling me it's better than an RS6? I am. What? Better looking, better sounding. No. no. Better for the environment, mm, e-hybrid, geez. better fuel economy, <laughs> and it's a Porsche, so it's, it's a win, 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 win. But RS6? You see, up to the V10 era, I'd be 100% on your side. Okay. I just... I just pers- <laughs> this is a- are we going to fall out now? Is this the end of the podcast? I, 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 I really like the RS6, James. And I'm a little bit heartbroken. I'm sticking to my guns. I, I think it's a good car, but I think the, the Panamera Turbo is, is better. Sport Turismo SE Hybrid Fandangle. I'm, I'm now Googling RS6s to look at pictures of them because I just... The little tear running down your... I, I feel bad for them. I don't. Like, There's loads of them. Everyone's got one. Yeah, but they are <laughs> lovely. Oh. <laughs> Does it come with bright green brakes? Because if it doesn't, the Porsche wins. I'm I'm not sure that would necessarily be a selling point. Ah, uh, wait, it's for me. Uh, um, in this hypothetical bank robbery, where I'm trying to find, I'm trying to pick out my car to rob a bank with, I want green brake calipers. Bright, bright green brakes bright green. are are super important for a bank yeah. robbery. Yeah. I think that's where a lot of bank robbers go wrong, in fact. To be fair, I believe they're carbon ceramic, so actually that probably is quite important. Just, you know, throw a bit of science in there. And, uh... <laughs> what? Why? why do... <laughs> but why green? If if they were trying to cool it, they'd maybe use, like, white. Um... I don't think the colour really matters. It's just a standout. I think it's probably a part of their hybrid badging approach. Oh, where... that, that would make sense to me. It's yeah. electric, it's green, it's the future. Yeah. If you're not driving a hybrid, you're just driving a horse and cart. <laughs> okay <laughs> that is definitely right. my view so <laughs> that's that's enough rs6 bashing because it, it it upsets me um, <laughs> i knew so, i knew the day would come wouldn't agree i knew it was coming yeah, it was gonna come yeah, soon so i'm just i'm i'm shocked <laughs> so I'll, I'll send you some flowers or something to apologize thank you thank you um so <laughs> my third choice I was umming and ahhing about picking a Range Rover, but Darren, Darren chose one. So now I'm I'm a bit torn between a bunch of stuff. 
Um, could go like full on transporter with an Audi A8. That would, yeah, that would work. See, actually, that that fits in with my third choice, which is very similar. Um, I mean, if, if well, if you went for the S8, which is the quick one, stonkingly quick, massive saloon car. Yeah, but I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'd want to go for a saloon either. Like I know I've picked an estate, and I know I've picked a. I, is it even a four by four at that point? It's it's basically a lorry with an armored truck sat on it. Um, <laughs> so it's quite agricultural. Uh, it, it's very agricultural. Um, all I need to do is move four guys from the center of a city to the outside of a city with four relatively large bags and you know Darren's shout wasn't too bad about using a taxi so i would probably go for a like a prius no <laughs> come on james it's too, it's too much hybrid for this podcast we're gonna so need to put something too in. much hybrid we, we need like a v8 or something just to bring the listeners back i might i might <laughs> just go and start my range rover just just to offset um, I'm thinking uh, an AMG E-Class wagon, whatever the... Ah, the E63S formatic. Yeah. One too, of those. All these names are too long. They, um... are, they are too long, and I lose track. So I know I wanted an E-Class, I knew it was made by Mercedes, and I knew AMG do stuff to it. But other than that, I'm, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> Can I upset you again with that? No. Better than the RS6? No. <laughs> I just don't want to damage an RS6. Like, oh right, so that's it. So you're getting like, a lesser car because you don't mind. Yeah, if you I'm, or, I'm not or, so precious about ruining a ding it or something. Say, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think I, I think I'd probably go for one of those. Um, I'm just having a look at Mercedes range right now. A lot like yeah. the Audi range, they all look the same. Shh, James. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I think it would be an E E class wagon, E class estate. I like those. They're four-wheel drive, but yes. you, there's a button or a setting that disconnects the front wheels, basically. Not not off. You don't come really? off. Like, you're not just rolling around on two wheels. <laughs> Permanent <laughs> wheeling. Yeah, yeah, but you can alter the drivetrain to have more power to the back. And I think, again, fact-checking could be wrong, I think you can have it as 100% rear-wheel drive if you want to. Hmm. But so for or, day-to-day... It's like a driver-controlled centre differential, but you've got 100% sway backwards. Yeah. It yeah. might not be. It might not be a hundred. It might be closer to kind of ninety ten or something like sure. that. I do know you can take the all wheel drive and just make it a bit of a lunatic again. Well, I'm, that's that's fine for me. They also do an off roady looking one, a kind of cross trek type thing. Yeah, oh, it's not the not that one with the engine. Terrain, the call, is it? So. No, they're calling it the uh, E class all terrain, uh-huh. and they've lifted the suspension and put some more plastic on it. There's a few of those popping about now because we've, we've got the new Volvo V60 cross country, the yes, yeah. V90 cross country, the, obviously the Audi All Roads, yeah, um, these Mercedes I, that's the plural by the way, uh, <laughs> very good. <laughs> yeah. uh, BMW haven't gone down this route yet, but to be fair, they'd only ruin it. So uh, yeah, yeah. who? Yeah, I, there's quite a few. I just want to point out that I think the pioneer of this movement was Subaru. Yeah, I think you're right. They 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 set the bar with the Outback. Well, no, before that, they had the uh, what's called the Impressor Gravel Express. Which is the best name in the world for a oh, car. Honestly, it's, like a it's fantastic. It's uh, an, an Impressor wagon. Um, I think you could get it in STI spec as well um, with a, uh, a bush bar at the front and a spare wheel on the back. 
and like extra bits of plastic trim just to beef it up. But that, that, that was that's going way back, I think, to the nineties. That must have only been available in Australia, surely. Oh, that is the, uh, that is, that is the most sure Australian sounding car I've ever seen. Yeah, have you Googled it? No. Oh, uh, de- definitely do. Like, I, I really like them. You're a big fanboy anyway, so yeah, I guess I that's... Uh... The, the first hit on Google Images will show you exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, it's got awful paintwork. It's two-tone, dark blue at the top and silver at the bottom, but... Classic Subaru, that. I like it. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> like, like the original Outbacks and Legacies. That's how they should yep. all be now, really. Yeah, yeah. I was very tempted to pick a Subaru for this, just because I really enjoyed the Baby Driver movie, just uh, for that opening yeah. scene. And then I thought that's a bit too obvious. Yeah, do you but know it, what? In hindsight, I kind of wish I had. Yeah. I think any of these would be good. That's it. I've already picked my next one, though, so I can't, I'm can't. i not going to go okay. back. Although I may have just lost the um, tab that was telling me the stats. Never mind. <laughs> but no, the, yeah, the E63S AMG Mercedes yes. Jobby yep. is awesome. It's against the Panamera Turbo Hybrid SE, whatever that thing's called. Sport Turismo. Uh, Sport Turismo. They're pretty on par. They're about it's about point one of a second between them on the naught to sixty. Yep. The AMG's got like six hundred and four horsepower. So yeah, they're both very beefy estate cars, and they used to be a really cool option in the, in the Mercedes. I'm not sure they still have it, where they've got like a a raising roof uh, boot floor where you can like press a button and the whole boot lifts up and slides out. Okay. And that just made, I mean, you wouldn't do that when you're robbing the bank because it's quite slow. But yeah. the other end of it, when you're free and you're in your, you know, your villa and wherever it is you've got to, you can unload the car with ease. And sometimes that's the most important bit. Yes. Because you're going to be knackered at that point. You're like, oh, you are, yeah. I mean, a lot of running out. away from the police, robbing just, banks is pretty stressful. Yeah, I've outrun many helicopters. Uh, I've dodged many roadside grenades or something. It's it's tiring work being a bank robber. They they, they don't get the kind of respect they deserve, actually. No, no that's true. But um, anyway, I digress massively. Um, I'd, Can I just take you back to, uh, what's, what's your Porsche's 0-60? 3.4 seconds. Oh, crikey. Yeah, okay. So that that has got the RS6, hasn't it? Because it, they're claiming 3.9. So, yeah. I'd, I'd still have an RS6 over it, though. That's fine. But you'd be in a lesser car. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't feel... I, I, I don't even I, know what my beef is with the RS6. It's a really good car. I just <laughs> For some reason, I just... It's a fantastic car. I'm just sick of everyone telling me it's the best when it isn't. I don't think it's the best. <laughs> you, no, no, you're not one of them. I'm just I'm just saying it's a oh hang on no in in 2016 the new RS6 is 3.7 to 60 basically walking isn't it I, I mean in in comparison <laughs> to your to your battery powered Beetle yes yes it is it's front engined it's got a twin turbocharged V8 in it and hybrid technology speaking of obscure engine locations okay my third choice Yes. Now this one, everyone has to Google just to appreciate how wonderful it is. So, in the mid '90s, one of the best supercars of all time was built, and it was like the fastest car in the world for about ten seconds, and then it got beaten by the McLaren F1, and that was the Jaguar XJ220. Oh yeah. But to develop the Jaguar XJ220, yeah, they did a lot of other stuff in the background, and one of them was put the twin turbo V6. In a transit. Yes, that's the uh, Formula One transit, isn't it? No, no it's, it's the it's the XJ220 transit, not the Formula One Renault or Renault. No, 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 no. I, I thought they did like a, a super transit. 
Yeah, so it's... Oh, no, yeah, you're right, yeah. So it was used for the Benetton F1 team, I think, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so I think it was... It's basically a Ford Transit with full XJ220 running gear. Um, I've seen this thing in the flesh, and it's awesome. I saw it at Silverstone. It does until you look at like the wheels. So it's got XJ220 wheels, and if you look, it sits a little bit lower down. The track's a little (laughs) bit wider. You can't really tell. The the engine is literally just behind the bulkhead. Yeah, but there's still plenty of space. And then you, there's loads of space. Yeah, it's a transit. But you, you know, need to like bolt an extra seat in because it's only back, got three. The backbone of this country was built by transits. Uh, yes. And yes, then if you take a transit and make it like 540 horsepower, you've got the best transit in the world. And therefore, you've got the best object mover in the world. Perfect for robbing a Russian bank. Yeah. Yeah. I, do you know what? I think you're right. I genuinely think you're right. I'm just, I'm, I'm just trying to find a bit of footage of this thing going. My favourite thing about the transit is this particular one is the fact that it's still got a roof rack. Uh, it's on Top Gear. There's an episode of it. Top is it? So I saw it at Silverstone Classic three. Oh my god! <laughs> maybe three years ago. That is absolutely amazing. Sorry, sorry, I got distracted by a video of a XJ220 powered transit van. That is an amazing choice. Yeah. So when when I saw it, there was the big suit, the big XJT20 parade at Silverstone Classic, oh, yeah. going around the circuit. And at the there must have been. A, a, you, I think you were there for that one, weren't you? I was. I missed the parade. So there are about fifteen or so XJT20s, I believe, mm-hmm. just just in parade like form, going around the circuit. And at the back was this transit. You've never seen anything look so out of place. Absolute hero. A, a, a G-Reg battered transit van behind <laughs> a few, you know, a lot of money's worth of XJ20s. Fantastic. And to the untrained eye, not realising that's the same car, basically. <laughs> so, but it was... So, uh, Christ, my, own, my only cool. worry about using it as a getaway car is that it's a Jag. It I might think it will be alright for that one journey. Yeah, because that would be the awkward bit when you've got this 600 plus horsepower transit van you're at the bank your blokes jump in the back they take their masks off go 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 and it doesn't start yeah it's just sat there going woo, 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 woo. yeah <laughs> yeah and you know having owned a couple that happens more times than it doesn't sure <laughs> that yeah. would be that be my fear my only hope is that the the transit reliability would overshadow the jaguar unreliability and you've got yourself a solid truck right there I, I think it's called Jag Life. Yeah, um, that probably. It, there probably is a like a hashtag hashtag Jag Life kicking around for people that can't start their Jaguars regularly. Yeah, mine mine used to have a really like, nice little sequence where you'd flick the little immobilizer key, oh, yeah. wait about three seconds for the beeping to stop, turn the key, and then basically just as your hand started to get tired from holding it in place and you start to get a little bit of a cramp in your thumb it would then splutter into action oh excellent yeah that was it, it was character yeah it really was. absolutely like, who, who, That's wants the thing remember. who wants a car that starts first time every time That's just... <laughs> how how boring would that be like who, who, how like so reliable and who wants to get to work on time that's just uh, not, that's, not for, that's not for me <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah the beloved transit i think that's that's my my third and top choice out of the three. Yeah, I, that's a very, very good choice. And yeah. 
all of the loot you can get in the back. You could be carrying two bags each. You, your fourth guy would have to jump in with the loot stroke engine. but uh, Might get a bit hot. It depends how far we're going, really. You've got to but... go 20 miles. So 20 miles is fine. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's a tank, so that's all yeah. right. Yeah, I think you'd be all right after that. You'd need to refuel at the end of that 20 miles, but apart from that, you'd be... I mean, I it's 20 miles to your safe house, so I'm hoping like you'd have alternate alternate transport when you get there, you know, like a helicopter or... Yeah, because what you don't want to do is get there then plug the Porsche into charge because well, that, that, it loses all its glamour. That's, that. that's what you'd have to do. I, I'm not relying on silly batteries. But yeah, but, but could I get there in silence? <clears throat> which makes it even more <laughs> stealthy and therefore more successful because You've everyone knows... you bright green brakes. Yeah. Silence or no, it's got <laughs> bright green brakes. It's like driving <laughs> around in a massive P. Which was my fourth choice what if I had that? the option. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, this is why we don't let the public decide things. I, because... I enjoyed it. I'm so ill-prepared for this. <laughs> Absolutely, but this is the public and then random website have, yeah. has helped. So I'd like to give that website a shout-out. Um, randomcity.net um, As far as I can tell, it, it just uses Google Maps and randomly picks a city. Does so, what it says on the tin. I yeah. like that. Gives you a bit of history, bit of history about the uh, the country, but not necessarily the city. Um, so yeah, perfect. Uh, if we'd uh, picked a couple more, we would have got to Christ. Oh God, I don't know any of these cities. Hong Kong. We would have got to Hong Kong. That would have been interesting. Easy, Pagani. Yeah. Everyone's got one over there. Yep. From what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> San Antonio, Texas. That would have been fun. Trucks. F F three fifties. F650. Oh. Let's not mess around now. I like how no one's even pretending to like Dodge Rams. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so yeah, um, massive shout out for randomcity.net helping us out there. Um, shout out to Darren. Good work, uh, Darren. For his suggestion. That, that was a good one. Um, I think next time we will pick, and then the time after we'll put it out to the public again, but we've had some great suggestions on the Facebook page. So we yeah. may use one of them. Yeah, I think it was good fun, and it's uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll see what comes up next, really. Um, I think we might make it a tradition that if we use one off the Facebook page, we should ring that person because if they've suggested it, they must have some ideas for it. Yeah, I think that sounds fair, and it yeah. could be it's a bit a bit uh, extra for the show. You know, if we've got your number, we're not going to ask next time. We're just going to ring you. <laughs> so be prepared for that. Um, also, we're not going to tell you when we're recording, so it could be any time. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I will try really hard to arrange a guest for the next one. Um, although well, maybe on my travels, I was gonna say it depends if you're in the country <laughs> at this point. I'm hoping you'll find some trucker over where you are in. Oh, over sure. over the pond yeah. to uh, to interview. I think that that could be quite interesting. I I, I think it would. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll certainly find somebody. We'll 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 do something and it'll be great. Yeah. Um, I I don't think I've got anything else to add. No, I'm, I'm, I think we're good. Hopefully, we'll, we will record another episode. Um, sort of within a week or so. Um, although as James says, I'm going to be out of the country. All right for some. 
Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm helping my brother-in-law move house and then building IKEA furniture, so it's not like yeah, I suppose yeah. it's not going to be all sun and fun, matey. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the weather's going to be awful too, so I'm really looking forward to it. Ah, um, yeah. Can you hear that tiny violin? Anyway, yeah, I'm, not, uh, I can. I'm sure I can. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone feel bad for me. I insist. Yeah, but yeah. So we'll we'll throw up some suggestions again on Facebook yeah. in the next couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah. Hopefully, get this next episode recorded in the next week or so, and then uh, yeah, we'll we'll go from there. We absolutely as always. Will. Great. Okay. Well, I have. I've been James. I I run the blog uh, WellDriven.eu, and uh, my Instagram is WellDriven, and my Facebook page is WellDriven, and blog 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 stuff. And I've been Rick, the photographer man with the camera, <laughs> whose Instagram is Sprite Photography, whose website is Sprite Photography, and I like cameras. Cameras and cars. Snap, snap, snap. Snap, snap, snap. There you go. Yeah. I like so, this. Yeah, thanks, we, thanks for listening we, to this episode. We'll be in touch soon with the next yeah. one. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah. Great. Girls. Good job. So... Yeah, I, I haven't stopped recording. Let's just keep it going for a minute. <laughs> keep going. Round it up to an hour. Be fine. Yeah, I reckon so. What, I don't know what we're up to. We're actually 51 yeah. minutes, so we, we could round it up to an hour. I was I'm in an hour and about the Sherpa, you know. It's just so slow. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a cool one. If you just want to read up on it, I think it's just a little bit too slow. Yeah. But cool, right? <laughs> that's, that's definitely cool. I was thinking of a Unimog as well. But oh, again, God, that would be amazing. Again, slow. Great choice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In hindsight, I should have just picked an RS6. I mean, you would you would have picked the wrong car, but yeah, you could have. Uh, yeah, but at least I wouldn't have ah. to charge it when I get to the other end. <laughs> uh, these hypothetical cars are really annoying sometimes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, anyway, no, that was cool. So we, we, we had a really cool suggestion on Facebook. I, I just want to give it a shout out um, from a friend of mine um, who suggested, he suggested cars, I think it was something like cars you couldn't be given. Oh, right. So just the worst cars that you just wouldn't accept. Oh, I thought he meant the ones that like said no, like my little shit list. Well, so I've, got a, I've got a few people on there. Oh really? <laughs> um, but then why would I give them the free press? So, oh uh... <laughs> well, yeah, um, I'm just, I'm just now, I'm just trying to find his his post um, because it, it was a pretty good one. I felt. Th- ah, here we go. Three cars you couldn't have given to you. Oh, okay, yeah, that's so that's that, dangerous. That... I'm gonna, you're going to offend somebody. Oh, absolutely. That's why I think it's a great idea. So that that's from Curtis. Maybe maybe we'll look at doing that next week. I I, I quite like that idea. But so yours is going to be French cars then, basically. Absolutely, just anything Citroen, anything Peugeot, anything uh, what's Renault. That? Yeah, thank you. That was... What's that other one? <laughs> See, I I don't even remember them. That's how much I hate them. Um, so maybe not next week. We'll, 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 we'll pick one next week. But uh, yeah, the the episode after. Curtis, we're coming for you. Sounds good. I like it. Yeah, I'm ready. Like I've, I've already got ten. You've already got ten. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> I mean, I, I twelve, thirteen. It's going up. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely have one with a legitimate story, so I'm going to save that. Yeah, uh, I look forward to hearing that one. Yeah. 
it is a car I declined. So it was free as well. You know, that whole never look a gift horse in the mouth. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you more about that on that episode. Awesome. So I need to go. Although it's not particularly late. It's like nine o'clock in the evening. I, I've got whoa, whoa, whoa. Speak for yourself. I am already in my pajamas. <laughs> yeah. We've got to be like an hour and a half past your bedtime. Yeah, I'm, I'm two glasses of rosé in. I'm ready for bed. Glad. Sophisticated man. Uh, <laughs> is Jess home? Is she going to read you a bedtime story? I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've just got a handful of bits to pack. Mostly my stuff so I can record a podcast when I'm out on the road. <laughs> yeah, so we'll we'll hopefully be moving over to anchor imminently it looks like a good platform for what we do cool um we're gonna go i'm actually gonna stop recording we're having this whole conversation live still cool thanks very much i'm gonna stop recording right now i actually have it ready this week so 